Princess Diaries 3. The world was saved. What? Princess Diaries 3. Disney's working on it. The world is okay. There's hope. Okay, look, all I'm saying is of I'm all the movies out there... I'm not liking the movie at all. I'm just saying, I don't know if the world is safe, Chief. It, it, it can't be stopped until I get Dire 3, alright? It's like... I mean, there's look, another that, 3 happening. It's called World War 3. There's that too, yes. But... I, look, all I'm saying is Prince Diaries 2 is a near-perfect movie. It knows how to hit. It knows when to rest. Like, it's got that early 2000 soundtrack. Let's go. Whatever you say, I'm going to take your word for it. I didn't see it. Nor do I have interest in seeing it. Joe jo- 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 jo was that motherfucker, and we should all respect him. None of us deserve Um, Okay. And welcome everyone to the VG Weekly Roundup, your number one unranked weekly video game podcast. Every Tuesday at 9:30 p.m. ish and Thursday at 8 p.m. ish Central Time, we come to you live with our collection of the week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and we've been playing right here on Twitch.tv/closp. That is Twitch.tv/closp. Please remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free monthly twitch sub for any channel we'd love to be the channel for you but if not you know what that is okay you can still support us by liking rating sharing and following the podcast on all your favorite podcast services such as google podcasts apple podcasts spotify and many 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 more no really really it's getting to a point where you can't swing a stick without hitting a tree that drops one of our episodes all under the vg weekly roundup you can uh, you can also follow us on twitter and youtube at vg weeb weekly again that is at vg weeb weekly man it feels good doing that two times in a row huh get used to I, it. Can, yeah 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 wait wait what you mean by that i'm just saying you, you get used to it you get used to it yeah ah well I, I am I am one of the co-hosts. I am the deranged voice man himself, Ultima of at Ultima JV Death on both Twitter and Twitch. And with me, as always, the head honcho, the man that makes all of this possible, the person that uploads all of these episodes onto your favorite podcast streaming services, the man clad in green, and the person that is probably seven foot standing on their money. This is the host, Celos P. But of course, we can always call him P. Right, let's, let's let's slow down on uploading all the all the episodes. We 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 go until I'm tired. We're we're, we're up there. We're caught up on the the weeb episodes. The, the uploads for the the VG, weeb? the the weeb weeb. Tired weeb. No, we're caught up on the weeb episodes as of before this recording. But like we're look, we're, we're we got a good number of the the VG episodes that gotta go in there still. It's mostly because I fucked up and I made the labeling. So I had the labeling for the Weeb episodes to be like the full uh, episode and the, the show title, then episode whatever, and then like a, a cute little, you know, like moniker whatever for the episode. But with the VG episodes, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to just do the episode number and then a title. So now I have to go back, even though I have all the episodes done and edited, I got to go back and listen through again to find some stupid, cute, little, dumbass um marker of what the episodes are gonna go ahead of me like an inside joke and i gotta do that for so many times and it's just so much why do you do this to yourself to be fair i did this all when i was in control 
You you te- are are you not in control? Like who who who's who's not paying my bills? Who's not paying? Oh, uh, that would be manic depression. But we're over that now. For now, that's not how that works. But for now, um, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. They'll they'll be there. Don't worry about it, folks. Right. Just, well, just, just go on. This, share and follow the podcast, folks. Yes. So much. Share share the, share the podcast for this is episode twenty four on a Tuesday, November fifteenth, twenty twenty two. We got a big old thing coming up. We're going to talk about some shit that I'm not going to spoil just yet. But first, we gotta, I got to ask the burning question. P, you wonderful, wonderful person, what have you been playing? As if we don't already know. So, last week we all saw me do the bit. And uh, this week... Time I to get the finally, timer. I finally went ahead and started it. I have been playing Sonic Frontiers. And I was like, finally... Everything is set. Everything is good. Everything is chill. I'm going to start streaming and just record some gameplay and see how it goes. Uh, my experience with Sonic Frontiers is um, about maybe 30 minutes into it. I forgot I was recording and streaming and I stopped talking. But I went for like five and a half hours because fuck, this game is exactly what I wanted it to be. It's... I. This is just... This game is a fucking vibe, dude. Like, it really is. I love the shit out of this game. The open world, you can't go more than about five seconds without running into something you can interact with. The cyber levels that are more like the classic uh, 3D, 2D Sonic levels are there to break things up and be fun. The combat is nice and enjoyable while still being simple, so you never get bogged down by how not that deep it is, but it's just enjoyable, like, just make it all seamless. And again, combine all together. The way, the way you can go from just open exploration to a quick little obstacle course to a major boss encounter all in like one fluid motion, it's it's just so crazy. Like even even finding the fishing spots with Big the Cat, which don't get me wrong, I don't need an excuse to enjoy time with Big the Cat. But oh, yeah. like just going in there and throwing out my, my fishing rod to get a fish, collect it, and use that to get upgrades for my attack, defense, um, collectibles, all of that. So cool. So, so, so cool. And again, it's I can't describe it enough. This game is such a vibe. Is it like janky at, at times? Absolutely. Have I died to bullshit? Absolutely. But I've never been frustrated because it does the perfect thing that this game needed to do to be a success for me. Uh, again... There's just always a feeling of accomplishment and interaction for whatever you're doing. You never go long without an interaction that you can just kind of disappear into. Like if you're the person, if you went looking for this game of, I want this to be how I'm just, you know, dealing with things and interacting with things, that's that's what it's going to be. It it never lets you just, it, it doesn't really waste your time. You're literally there to just chill out with Sonic, run around and be playing with the mechanics. And it's just so nice. It's really so nice. Like, it is not game of the year. It is not, like, out, you know, some, like, triple A game, some bullshit like that. But it's it knows exactly what it's trying to be. And this is a great first attempt at it. I am so happy for this. I am excited for more. Like, this is a great first attempt. I was also surprised at how much of the lore they actually try. Like, it makes sense now why they had that story a few weeks ago of Sega was looking for a lore master of Sonic. Because they keep dropping hints to all the old Sonic games in here. Even so much as like uh, quick little like uh, images from the 2D Sonic days, uh, in some instances, and it's just like 
are they are they trying to go backtrack and make all of Sonic canon? Because have fun with that shit. Um, but yeah, no. If you were a Sonic fan and you were looking for this game just to be some good, mindless, like chilled out fun, I am happy to tell you that is what it is. It it does accomplish it. It's so much fun. Uh, I I can't stop playing it. Like again, I can't even stop playing the fishing mode because uh, oh it just makes everything an accomplishment. It's so good. But I will say it. I will agree with others. It got snubbed on soundtrack not being mentioned enough this year because, damn, this has some music. Like I, I have some pretty decent speakers on here, but not a whole lot of games will actually like they have that like bass behind them that will make my desk shake. And this game does that at times. Even with I'm just fishing when I'm literally just pressing the A button to fish, and it makes my desk shake because the music just hits that well. And uh, I can't say enough good things. It's so enjoyable. Really great. I recommend it. If you if you were interested in the game, you wanted to play the game, and you were hoping it was going to be good, it's going to be enjoyable. It's, 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 if you wanted to enjoy this game, you're going to enjoy it. Wow. Under five minutes. That's uh, that's wild. But I'm going to ask you a question that might take us over the five-minute mark. What's up? Would you say this is closer to Breath of the Wild or closer to Elden Ring? Um, I mean... I guess Breath of the Wild for the sake of like it is a matter of no like you're just exploring and like the entire again I can't stress enough that, the, that what makes this game so fresh and never like um, boring if you're looking for it to be what's going to be is the fact that again it, you can't go five seconds without an interactable and it's not like the annoying way of oh you have to do this and this it's more like oh if you want to do this here it is like, this is always something to discover and do that is an enjoyable motion if you are into this game. Much like a Breath of the Wild, where it's a matter of you could get lost in that game because there was always something you would end up finding by accident that was enjoyable if you were enjoying the game. Whereas with Elden Ring, uh, that's, you know, explore and fight things and find things. like this. It just doesn't have that same feel. Understandable. Understandable. Ah... Well, that's what they've been playing. I got nothing because I'm not going to sit here and talk about Modern Warfare and I'm not going to talk about uh, God of War. Instead, you should hop over to twitch.tv slash death and watch me play some God of War Ragnarok because that's what I've been doing. That's all I've been doing. That game is stream exclusive because I've not played it off stream. Surprisingly enough. Like, I, I may... Depending on how quickly I go through some other games I have on the side that I guess I'll stream from now on, uh, I may pick that up more recently, more quickly than I thought I would. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Also, I just did not realize this. Your your actual like model on on stream actually has some animations. Hey, yo, explain that real quick. Explain that. Yeah, no, like I, but I again, since I had like technically a half day at work, I wasn't dead tired neither the rest beforehand. So we were like, okay, let's meet up early before the show. Cool, cool, cool. Did that, and I had time. I was like, okay. Well, I've been meaning to make this work for like the longest goddamn time, so let's add it in there. And you know what? It was really fucking simple. It was super fucking simple. Um, and yeah, that's what happened. Why is it only one singular like expression when you talk? Like it's always like I don't know. Like... That is the limitation of the program. I, I if I could make it go differently depending on the level I'm speaking at, I would do so. What up, Dave? Thank you for the sub. 
Appreciate you, appreciate you. I don't know why the alert's gonna go off, but whatever, I'll worry about that later. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's what's going on. Like, didn't I show this to you? I thought I showed this to you. You didn't show it to me personally, and uh, okay. if, like, like, I, fucking, I didn't realize it. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, because I was gonna say that all this with the, is another pick crew, like what you have for yourself. Uh, you just can, there's a program you can use to go ahead and make it interact with your, your voice. Because, like, I was, it was a thing of, like, you know, I don't want to constantly be on camera. It was the summer months. It was hot as shit. And I didn't want to deal with it. So, here we go. Now there's something there to have a little interaction with. Well, speaking of interactions, we should go to our uh, first news story of the day. Yes, we should. Let me go ahead and it's get a, a good swig one. of this. Yep. Remember your breathing. Remember not to talk 20 miles per hour. Oh, we'll see what happens. First up in this week's gaming news, we have Doom Composer claims he was humiliated by the studio's directors, by the studio director's lies. This is Ali Shuttler at M uh, NME. That's a first. That's a first for us using this uh, news source. Hold on. No, no, I no, I, I don't think you were here. But me and Minus have taken this one before. First for me, then. Hello, yeah. NME. Yeah. So I, can't I don't know. To I, lie I, to people and say that you're lovely, right? I I can't. I guess the I guess the new kids are locked. They're they're pushing things. They're pushing things. Anyway, Doom Eternal composer Mike Gordon has claimed he was humiliated by the studio director Marty Strutton's lies. Back in 2020, Strutton took to Reddit to share an open letter about the release of the Doom Eternal soundtrack and lead audio designer Chad Moseholder's involvement with it. According to Strutton, Gordon was unable to meet numerous deadlines, and Moseholder stepped in to take all the music as Mick had delivered for the game, edit the pieces together into tracks, and arrange those tracks into a comprehensive OST. Moseholder was credited as a contributing artist, while Gordon was the sole composer and album artist. In a new open letter, Mick Gordon has claimed that Strutton made allegations against me that directly contradicted the actual events, contractual terms, public announcements, and contents of emails and calls. Marty's post severely impacted my professional and personal reputation. In releasing this statement, I'm exercising my right to defend myself, Gordon wrote. It is in it is a defense, not an unprovoked attack issued with extreme reluctance only after all other attempts to resolve the matter have failed. Marty lied about the circumstances surrounding the Doom Eternal soundtrack and used disinformation and innuendo to blame me entirely for its failure. Starts the open... Okay. Starts the open letter before Gordon claims Strutton offered me a six-figure settlement to never speak about it. As far as I'm concerned, the truth is more important, he continued. The letter, which can be read in full here, they're revealing for that, goes into detail about how development on the soundtrack allegedly started on the back foot and how two months in, it was clear the schedule wasn't going to work. It was a masterpiece in Excel, but a disaster in reality. The requirements to write, perform, record, produce, mix, master, and implement two levels of music with feedback rounds every 30 days when the levels themselves were bare bone, now looked ridiculous. Gordon claims he proposed an alternate plan that reflected the reality of development, but Stratton rejected my belief that the current schedule was flawed and subjected my act of trying to do something about it 
was a sign of incompetence. Refusing to accept the reality of the situation, he threw a proposal back in my face and proceeded to tear me down for having the audacity to raise the issue in the first place. Gordon then goes into issues with Pay, claiming id Software used nearly all the music I produced throughout the development almost five hours worth while only paying for half of it. Even worse, id Software still refused to pay for it despite the fact their contract guarantees payment for any individual minute requested beyond the original budget. After going to detail about the release of the soundtrack and the poor response it got, as well as the legal battle in Forth Gordon ensued uh, endured with id Software, the letter explains how Gordon was subjected to online abuse which escalated at an alarming rate as Marty's Reddit post led to frustration over my alleged professional failure and toxic gamers grew openly aggressive. I began receiving specific expressions of violence, the content so vivid it made me sick. The torrent of abuse really started to wear me down in ways I couldn't previously imagine, he continued. Multiple attempts to get the Reddit post taken down failed and offers to produce a new version of the soundtrack were rejected, claims Gordon. I have given Martin ample opportunity to correct the false accusations he made against me, and all have and all I've asked for is the truth and a and to be paid for my work. Stubborn refusal to address his Reddit post out of the fear of his image has crippled Martin's ability to offer anything but a gag order. The only thing left to do is issued his public response, finished Gordon. It's software Bethesda and Strutton have yet to respond. I did double-check the story today, and yeah, it's still on that bullshit of they're not responding. So, whew. Yeah, no, that's not good. Like, I don't know. Like, because this was a big story when it broke back in 2020. I don't even know we had the podcast running that at that point yet. Or no, not. we didn't. No. We started at 2021. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, no, like, when this story first broke, it was a big deal. Like, oh, damn, this dude who was behind all this music is kind of a shit person. Like, I I remember it making the circles of, like, this was a well-known thing for anyone who does follow gaming news a whole lot. And, yeah. like, you know, more recently we have had a situation of, like, stuff like the Bayonetta uh, argument where it was like, oh, shit, you know, don't jump to conclusions too fast. But this is a situation of, yo, straight up, he has proof of hush money offers. Like that that's a nail in the coffin. That's like that's 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 sink my battleship. That's one hit kill. Like Jesus fuck. Like that's not that's that's I don't know how you argue that. Especially when this one this dude is still only asked for an apology and to be paid what he's owed. Like this like he's a composer. Like all he has is a reputation to get jobs. Because, like, anyone's going to be asking of, like, hell, hey, there's a legal battle here. Oh, well, can't take you because I'm not going to take that risk of, like, well, what, what, what if something goes wrong? What if we can't do this? And, like, damn, that that is such bullshit. And I don't even understand why. Like, the music was still good. Like, I don't... That is such a weird fucking weird bag of all things to fuck up like I, I, really I don't even know where to begin with this because honestly I again I, I I'm in the circle of I didn't really know anything about this happening all I heard was hey Mick Gordon's kind of an asshole and I thought oh okay well make some really good music at least fuck it I, I don't care um but seeing this now it's like man's been exploited 
terribly. Mm-hmm. Th- this like. is... Ooh, god damn. I'm speechless. Yeah. yeah, like, it's... It's it, it's the hush money part of it that makes it so hard to, like... I don't really know how to... Uh, how do I put this? Uh, expand on it, really, or my thoughts on it. It's like, yo, you, you offered hush money, like... It's it's a the, soundtrack. The offer hush money. <laughs> yeah, like there is no need to make this sound like a drug deal. It's just music. There is no issue in letting the person that is solely responsible for an amazing soundtrack such as Doom Eternal and just be like, hey, listen, listen. I don't know what you're on, but if we don't have to talk about this ever again, I'll give you money. It's like, bro. Probably Nostrand was probably like less uh was probably um even less of what they were gonna pay him for the rest of the soundtrack. They they only gave him enough money for what, two hours out of the five? Yeah, and like it was such <clears throat> it's again, it's such a weird thing of like, even then, this is a hush money payment. Who, who how do you have much power in the studio? Because its software is still on the Bethesda. Like, was no one checking this? I feel like someone would have noticed this. It's Bethesda. I don't think people really care. <laughs> like, if it's not a Fallout, if it's not an Elder Scrolls, and if it wasn't Starfield being worked on at this point, they didn't care. Even though Doom Eternal was honestly a very, very good game that came out with to I, I would honestly say some crit, some critically acclaimed uh critical acclaimed status. Yeah, like, say that right. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, no, it came out to really great reviews and. And nods and everything. Like I didn't even know there was an issue with the soundtrack until that whole story broke, uh, where they claimed that Mick Gordon was kind of an asshole to work with. But and, even and then, it stems from this whole problem now. That now that we know that that now came to light. Yeah, like if they hadn't said there was a problem, I wouldn't have noticed there was a problem. And now the problem is that they didn't want to backtrack on how big of a deal they made out of it. That. They offered hush money instead of just apologizing and paying him what he was owed? Like, this is such a stupid shit to get caught on. Like, it's Bethesda, bro. How you got bugs in your own financial situation? Put the patch on this situation, Bethesda. Oh, God. Just or, or, or just do what everyone else does. Get the modding community to fix this. Right? Like, damn. Like... Why hush money? That just it blows my mind. Like why? Why the? Why? Why would you go straight to hush money? Just say you were wrong. Damn. Yeah. Just just take accountability. Let him do what he wanted to do. And if you still weren't gonna let him do what he wanted to do, pay him the money. You still use his music. It was still a great soundtrack. Like I again and again. I don't like. How did anyone above this do not be like? Why are we still dealing with this? Like. Because they're too like, busy working on Starfield. <laughs> and the fucking PR backlash that. Oh, no, 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 wait. This is 2020. They were working on the PR backlash on Fallout 76. Was that 2020? Uh, DLC yeah. was, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. That's 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 just... That's just wild. That's so much, and it's wild. I don't know. But, yeah. No, that that's... That's it it's right there a, for that story. I don't I don't know where to go with that. That's about to be put into the Wikipedia page under controversies on Bethesda Softworks. 
right under Fallout 76, which I'm actually seeing right now. Like, you have to get that hush money approved. Like, you can't just write that check. I mean, even even if they got the hush money, did Gordon didn't accept it. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. That That's just so weird. It's just Go so ahead. weird. Like, that's beyond me. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to let that go. So, so let me ask you this. What's up? This next story, should we just save it for next week? Eh, yeah, it... me and Midas can grab it. I, I don't know. It's a slow week. We got to right. have something for the Thursday show. Let's just straight up to the final story for the day. All right, y'all. So a few days, actually, no, Um, today the article came out, but it was, I believe, was it yesterday or was it actually yeah, this morning? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday they, right. they announced that they had a Cause whole t- presentation. Because, fucking these days are bleeding together. Yesterday there was a presentation about the nominations for the Game Awards 2022. Fucking Jeff Keighley came out and was like, oh, hey, I, I, I can't wait to show all of these amazing games. And I'm just sitting here like, bro, people are harassing me on Among Us because I have your face, bro. Please shut up. Get off the stage and show me my games already. Um, and I'll be going through each of the each of the selections that actually matter. So no esports. Uh, and we're gonna go through one by one. If there's something that catches our eye, we will talk about it. But I'm gonna be working down up. Basically, game of the year is gonna be at the very last. It's in the back of the line for a reason. Anywho, uh, so War for Innovation and Accessibility. We got As Dust Falls from Interior High, as well as as well as Gamebox, uh, Gamebox, Xbox Game Studios, God of War Ragnarok, uh, by Sony uh, Santa Monica, Return to Monkey Island by Terrible Toy Box, The Last of Us Part One, the the, the remake, the the remaster, the remake and, of the remaster. Yep, by Naughty Dog and. The quarry by supermassive I'll, I'll, I'll off the bat i will like to say something hmm. god of war ragnarok came out four days ago they've been the the judges have been playing it since october though i do not give a shit about how the judges played it it still came out to the public eye four days ago yeah but i've been like in, in, ter- in terms of like when everyone's asking like yeah, the game just really is like, yeah, but the judges, the way that a game gets into the Game Awards, they actually do detail their process is if they if the game goes gold and is releasable by a certain time period before November, it is eligible to be nominated people within, because honestly, it's no like public voting, it's all uh, judges. So if enough judges have played a game and are able to speak on it, they will so do so. So when did Sonic get gold? Uh, Sonic? Well, people didn't get Sonic codes until like last week, I think. Jesus Christ! But people, people have had like God of War codes, like um, uh, industry people have had God of War codes. I think it's like the very end of October. Jesus, well, luckily so, yeah, it's so, not the people's vote. Otherwise, that would have probably won every category, like fucking uh, like Red Dead at one that one uh, yeah, VG, VGAs in twenty sixteen. I need to double check what, because I, I believe the initial how we get the nominees is that the the different judging panels. They go ahead and are given their list of games like, okay, this is the criteria. What do you want to put on here? And they actually like hand write uh, and choose what games they want to present as nominations. And then once that, you know, however many votes each grouping is got is given to go and put in there, then it's decided they, you know, kind of go down like who got the most votes from all these groups. And then they're put in there and given, okay, what are the actual votes there? And then they're kind of combined in a like scale matter to the people vote after the fact. 
So throughout this entire selection, and we're gonna be, I'm gonna be asking this question a lot because basically at this point we're not doing bets. Uh, who do, what do you think is gonna win the award for innovation and accessibility? I you could have input why or not, but I do want to answer. I have not heard enough, really. I will say I've heard good things about accessibility in Last of Us Part One. I actually have heard a lot of that. I know I've heard some talk about God of War's work in there as well, but again. Neither one of those games I have played personally, so I really couldn't say which one I would vote. But I feel like I heard more. Um, I th- I feel like I heard more from Last of Us in that community. Okay. 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 Uh, I'm just gonna do a random one, and I know it's not gonna win, but I'm gonna just say uh, Re- Return of Monkey. Actually, no, The Quarry. Yeah, sure. That'd fair. be a shit game, but honestly, uh, it does do some very interesting things, and in it's um. In its UI. Yeah, I can see that. All right, next one. Best adaptation. This is all animated works of video games. Uh, we got Arcane, League of Legends from uh, Fortiche as well as Riot Games. Also a Netflix property. Cyberpunk Edge Runners from Studio Trigger, CD Projekt Red, and Netflix. The Cuphead Show by MDHR, King Features Syndicate, and of course Netflix. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie by Sega Sammy Group, as well as Paramount Pictures, and Uncharted by the PlayStation Productions, as well as Sony Pictures. I wanted to be oh. Arcane. Re- really? Mm-hmm. I know nothing about League of Legends. I don't care about the universe or anything like that. That was so- like, again, I want to remind everybody, I did go to school for 3D animation cinematics for game design and movies. So, believe me when I tell you, Arcane put in that fucking work. Like, very few, very few projects animated in 3D modeling, even on high-scale movie production, have the level of polish and detail that Arcane does. Like, don't get me wrong, because people always have, have this problem, and I, I agree to it too. The first three episodes of Arcane, in my opinion, are pretty dog shit. They're really fucking boring. I don't care about them, but they're necessary for the overall story. I will say, after the at the end of episode three and onward, though, that shit was like crack to me. Like, I still go back and watch some of the fights in there and listen to the music because it had soundtrack, it had uh, co- coherent uh, art design, everything on there. And, like, the work is just so massive. So I, I do want it to be Arcane, personally. That's what you're going with. Final answer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Uh, this is not my answer, but I will say, as much as I would love it to be Cyberpunk, it has a very bad pacing issue. Don't get me wrong, Studio Trigger did an amazing job with Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and majority of people that I've heard about talk heard talk about it say that it was surprisingly a really, really good show. But it has a very bad pacing issue with only ten episodes. Um and Master Studio Trigger, all right, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't I don't even think it was a trigger issue. I think it's just because uh CD Project Red were kind of like with their game, was kind of said, Hey, you got ten episodes, make it work. Yeah, basically. Yeah, which, um, in, in all honesty, it would benefit for like I don't know, thirteen, fifteen episode season, because they really just cyber they sped everything up. Like, if if there's one studio in anime you don't want to tell, hey, go even faster, make it even shorter, it's Studio Trigger. Yeah, because they will. If they can make it a movie, oh man, that'd be a giant pacing issue. But uh. I will say it was a great show. The The one time I say that I wish Giancarlo Esposito wasn't a part of this. The one time. No, he's got a voice in there? Yeah, he's Faraday. Huh. I haven't watched it yet. I, I've been meaning to. I just haven't. He, it's Studio Trigger, I, I, so I kind of put it on the back burner. Understandable. 
Um, but what I think is going to win, Sonic. Yeah, I think Sonic that. is going to win this. Yeah, it 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 had such from what I've heard. I've not seen it out of this entire selection. I've seen Cyberpunk. I've seen Cuphead. I wanted to see Uncharted, but out of all of these, I heard the most from Sonic, even over yeah. Arcane. Yeah, uh, people loved Sonic Two, and people have been saying that Sonic Two was on par, if not better, than the original Sonic it, movie. Hey, the first Sonic movie was a good video game I'm movie not, about Sonic. That was amazing enough. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying no, it was no, on no. par or better. No, no, what I'm saying is like the first one is was amazing enough as it was, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I've seen Sonic Two, and it was even better than the first one. I don't know how the fuck they did that. I don't know how they're breaking this curse and keep making every. <laughs> they keep making it better. And also because they they got tails in uh, they got tails in the actual voice actress for tails as well yeah. as uh, Idris Elba's Knuckles. Knuckles was really good. Yeah, that no, was a great movie. I really enjoyed that fucking yeah. movie. Uh, most anticipated game of 2023: Final Fantasy XVI from Square Enix, Hogwarts Legacy from Avalanche Software, as well as WB Games, Resident Evil Four from Capcom. Oh, yes, Starfield. From Bethesda and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or for people that don't know that name, Breath of the Wild 2 from Nintendo. Yeah. Pete, um, I, I feel like I know your answer, but tell me anyway. I, I well, just in terms of like what I think is actually gonna win, I don't think people are that hot on 16 or Hogwarts. Um, I think Starfield's buzz has died down and they actually shown gameplay for it. So I would say it's gonna go to Zelda, honestly. Fair enough. If, 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 if anything, Zelda, for the longest time, aside from Ragnarok, has been one of the most anticipated games in the past two years. Yeah. yeah. Until Resident Evil 4. And sorry, this is this is my bias kicking in. Yeah. And I will <laughs> gladly say it. I am biased. Because everyone and everyone has heard of and probably played Resident Evil 4 on a console from its original release on the GameCube all the way up until now, probably on your Wii, probably on the fucking PlayStation 4, probably on 360, probably on your fridge. I don't know. This was <laughs> Skyrim before Skyrim came out. It is on yeah. everything imaginable. And seeing that it has a remake, bro. Now, let, 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 me, let, me, let me throw things on other games. Starfield, you're right. Its buzz has gone down. We saw gameplay of it, and it's basically a Bethesda's version of Death Stranding. That's not good. <laughs> Like it's, 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 Hey, it's a Bethesda game in space. People wanted that. Cool. You're going to get what you wanted, but that's all it is. Unless we get like actual like innovation when it comes to its um, planets, which are most likely to be procedurally generated. It's not, it's not, we're, we're more anticipating Elder Scrolls six than Starfield yeah. at this point. And we yeah. only got a JPEG, might I add, <laughs> we only got a JPEG and we're more anticipated for that game. Hogwarts legacy on the other hand, um, character fuck customization. <laughs> oh, fuck J.K. Oh. Rowling, first, yeah, first fuck, and foremost. Fuck J.K. Rowling, fuck turfs, but yeah, go on. But it, it, it's gotten some buzz recently. It's been doing the rounds on Twitter, and people are actually excited for the game, probably because of character customization, because it actually has uh, hairstyles and actual skin tones for people of color to actually make them look like actual people and not weird game amalgamations. You, you know what I'm talking about. Uh yeah, yeah, and when it comes to Final Fantasy sixteen, I think after not not just after, not not just the story that we talked about last week, but also 
the game trailers looking a bit bland in some in, in, for some people for me definitely it definitely looked bland i don't think there's too much buzz regarding 16 as nah. much as we did if anything there's more buzz around final fantasy 7 part 2 yeah i'd put that there and honestly i put that over resident evil 4 yeah let me see that but in this case for me it has to be resident evil 4 bias included and even without the bias, I think that it is much more of a shinier thing that we got. We've, we have information on Zelda. 4's announcement came out just earlier this year, so there's more hype around it for now. As well as it being one of the most uh, ported games. Even probably more so than Skyrim at this point. I gotta go back Must... and play OG4 one more time. It's been a while. Oh, go, go for it before the new one comes out. Yeah, I have to. I have to at some point. Same. At this point, it's a ritual for me. Anyway, best multiplayer game we of course has to be involved in this call of duty modern warfare 2 from infinity war and activision multiverses from player first games as well as wb games overwatch 2 from blizzard oh god i feel like i'm about to throw up splatoon 3 from nintendo and what i was surprised happily surprised teeny through ninja turtles shredders revenge from tribute games and dope moo dot emu my bad it should be TMNT. It should be. It should be. Oh my god, it's so fun. Like, the gameplay is amazing. The artwork is amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Like, it is such a good fucking game. It is such a made-for-multiplayer game. But it's gonna be one of the other ones. It'll probably be Overwatch 2 or some bullshit for some reason. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, give me, like, give me a reason. I, it, it's just gonna have the bigger name right now. It's gonna be the hotter thing. Like, people aren't... Like, the scaling would have to be so heavy on the judges' side to outdo the people side. Because I don't think near enough people are going back to really enjoy that TMNT game for what the fuck it was. Like, Is right now, you... pe people people are in that mood for that Modern Warfare 2 or that Overwatch 2. Is that your final answer, Overwatch 2? No, my, my answer is TMNT. I want it to be TMNT, so I'm going to go with that. All right. As much as I also want to go for TMNT, I got to be real... I gotta be real with you. My thought, it's either going to be Overwatch 2 or Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. Multiverses would have, but the hype around multiverses has severely died down within the past three months. Yeah, they, that, that, I'm, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's the case. I will say it's gotten its community, so it knows how to settle its community. That's good for it as a game, but in terms of like a uh, get the votes game, nah, nah. It's, it's trying to get the votes? Nah, but it's multiplayer when it comes to fun i want to say tmnt um i would like to say splatoon 3 uh, from what i've seen splatoon 3 has has really upped the bar since splatoon 2 it's it's become a really fun game overwatch 2 is up there for name alone as well as it being a free-to-play game that has had a giant uh following because of overwatch 1 even su surprisingly despite the class action lawsuit against activision blizzard um it is still on here so yeah it's it most likely will win. I wish it wouldn't, but as far as like best yeah. multiplayer, I don't find it fun. I find it really annoying. Blizzard doesn't know how to fucking balance people. Balance it. what is balance to Blizzard? It is just making characters worse and whatever peep whatever character the heads are bad with, they're gonna buff. That's basically what it is. That, that that's what it feels like to me. Multiverses as a game, it's fun. It is basically WB Smash, but with teams. It's fun. Modern Warfare 2, it's a Call of Duty game. It's popular by name alone, and, all, and even more popular because it's Modern Warfare 2. That being said, its campaign, 
wonderful. It is a it is an amazing campaign. Multiplayer, there's a lot of bugs to work out as well as the map issues that they're having right now with our copyrights. So that being said for all of that, what do I think is going to win? Either Overwatch 2 or Modern Warfare. I'm probably going to pick Modern Warfare. If not on the sole purpose of I do not want to see Blizzard win one thing today. They don't deserve a win. Yeah, yeah I know Modern Warfare is Activision, but Blizzard is the the, Blizz, the Blizzard side of the company is the one that killed a woman. Yep. You thought I forgot about that? I'll still bring it up, motherfuckers. Anyway, we're in my domain now. Best fighting game. DNF Duel by Arc System Works. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R by CyberConnect2. The King of Fighters 15 by SNK. Multiverses by WB Games. And... This one is a hot topic, but I'll, we'll get to it. Sifu by Slow Clap. I would like to say, first and foremost, Sifu is not a fighting game. It's an action game. What the game. fuck are we doing here? It's, it's an action game. It's a roguelite action game. The entire it point of a fighting, fighting game, game is to have some kind of multiplayer versus mode. Like, oh if you want to be extremely technical and really grasp at straws, it is a fighting game. It is a kung fu game, but it's not a fighting game in the sense of an actual fighting game genre. It is not a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is not a Street Fighter. A... It is not a King of Fighters. Like it is by the very nature of fighting game, there has to be some nature of, of some kind of competitive nature. It, it, it has, has to, to be have a, a two player player one versus CPU or a couch co op one versus one in an arena. It is not an adventure game. There's maybe an adventure story campaign, but it is at its core one v one, or in some cases assist combo, assist one v ones, in a competitive aspect. Sifu is not that. Sifu is far from that. The most terrifying thing about this is the fact that enough judges have to vote for this to fucking happen. Like, goddamn. I was about to say something, and then I see Sifu like three categories up. So whatever I was about to say, it's definitely not it. I think some of the judges are really fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I by see. that aspect, I feel like I'm about to change my answer from best multiplayer to Overwatch Two because of that stupid, the stupidity, the incompetence of these judges. Anyway, what is your what is your choice for best fighting game? If you don't know, just just pick a random one. It should be DNF Duel. It really should. That game did not deserve the fucking burial that it got. God damn it. I, 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 I'm going to vote DNF Duel because I want to believe. I know it won't get it, but I want to believe. You know what? I will agree with you. I will also pick DNF Duel. And let me talk about the other ones too. Jojo's Adventure All-Star Battle R. It is a remake of a JoJo game that in all purposes is really good. It's a very stiff fighting game, though. It is very stiff. When I came, I came in playing it thinking it was going to be kind of like Mortal Kombat in the sense of okay, you might not be able to do cohesive combos, but you ha you kind of rely on your specials. It is very weird in its combat. If you've never played a JoJo fighting game, it'll hit you like a ton of bricks. I don't see it winning, aside from it being just a JoJo King of Fighters, shiny new it is a very competitive game that has a very long lineage it is one of the more popular games that isn't a street fighter or a mortal combat it is up there with guilty gear uh and multiverses we talked about it earlier it is a smash equivalent for but with a wb skin over it 
I would want to say multiverses could win, but I feel like this is the one outlier where we get DNF Duel to win because DNF Duel is a very, very good fighting game. Arc System Works knows how to make really good fighting games. Same with CyberConnect 2. But when it comes to the stylization, the actual like feel of the fighting game, the music, the stages, DNF Duel is, in all intents and purposes, probably the best fighting game under King of Fighters. On this list. On this list. So I'm going to also go with uh, DNF Duel. Not DNF Duel. What's, what would be worse is it gets the win. They don't even let them go on fucking stage. The, I, honestly, I, I would not be surprised if no one from Arxis went to the VGAs for them to accept the trophy because they didn't think they were going to win. And then they yeah. end up winning. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. be the Chad move. If Sifu wins, you know what? I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. I said this on another homie's uh, Discord server for something else. If Sifu wins best fighting game, I'm going to throw a line of G Fuel. I'm, this, I'm that confident that it's not going to win. I just want to make it very clear. This company did not make him do that. That is his choice to make that yeah, bet. This, this, is, this is me <laughs> and my choice. This is for me and my streams. I am just... Uh, I am promoting my stream by doing very dumb acts. This is not part of the VG Weekly Roundup. Uh, VG Weekly Roundup does not condone my own self-harm. Nor is it really self-harm. It's me being stupid. This is jackass. Anyway, this is now we're going to your domain. Best role-playing game. Elden Ring from From Software. Gotta hate saying from twice. Live Alive from Square Enix. Pokemon Legends Arceus from Game Freak. Triangle Strategy by Art Dink and Square Enix. And then Xenoblade Chronicles 3. P, this is actually the most difficult choice for me i i need to play live alive still like i bought it and the thing about it is live alive is actually apparently very uh congestible like it's it's very easy to take because the 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 different stories the six stories they're not very long because it's made from a classic game standpoint so it isn't a huge time sink uh for each stories so i could see a world where that wins uh triangle strategy i fucking loved i would like that to win I don't think it has the heat behind it still to go ahead and get the votes the votes it needs for this. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles. I heard great things about this game. I really did. But uh, like with all Xenoblade games, they do really, really well, ultimately. But it's shafted. But, <laughs> it gets yeah, super but it's, shafted. It's, it's, yeah, it's super Japanese, It's and people just write it off because of that. My vote... Uh, Personally, I, I know this is really weird for some people. When I think role-playing game, I don't put Elden Ring in that category in reality. Like I, don't the, blame you. I I feel like the stats make it much more of a um not really a role-playing situation because of how Actually. customizable. If, if anything, I give it more credit for how its stats aren't really role-playing-esque. They're more build-esque, I guess, in a way. They're, it's a, it's I, I, it's a really weird thing. I know it's odd to say that, but in some people's eyes, um, Pokemon I Legends. Honestly, I honestly wouldn't put Elden Ring in role playing. I would put it in action adventure personally. Yeah, yeah. Because it's I don't a, know for, for me, Elden situation, but this actually, you can make a better argument for this being here than Sifu being fighting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he does have the stats on it. Because that's the whole thing. Like I will give Elden Ring the the props it deserves of like the stats are such an easy thing to manipulate at a certain point to go ahead and make the game so customizable for your gameplay and everything. 
So, like, I just don't really feel like it should get it. It probably will get it. But my vote, I, again, I want to vote. I want to believe. I want to go triangle strategy. With everything that is being said, one, I also want it to be triangle strategy because it is an amazing game. And for someone that doesn't really play games like triangle strategy that plays games like Fire Emblem, it is a really, really good game with an interesting narrative. I'm yeah. honestly waiting a bit for Black Friday to get it on PC because I don't play on I don't play my Switch enough. Yeah, and also because I really want to experience it on a system that could probably take in all the art direction that it has in the game because Switch don't got that. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Three, it's an outlier. Again, as we said, as I jokingly said, it gets shafted a lot. Even through its praise, it gets shafted. If I want to be realistic on what might win, it's a tie between Arceus, uh, Arceus, whatever you want to say, Pokemon and Elden Ring. Pokemon came right before Elden Ring, so it had a lot of hype as well as enough time for people to play it and enjoy it for what it was. Meanwhile, Elden Ring, man, that had a chokehold on everyone for a month, and then people are slowly getting away from it until the DLC comes out, which then it will have another chokehold on people. It is difficult, and I feel like if Elden Ring doesn't win here, it is going to win somewhere else, which we'll get to in a moment. So, personally, I I, I know it's not going to be Triangle Strategy. I'm not going to pick Triangle Strategy as much as I want it to be. I'm going to go with Pokemon. I can see that. I can see that. I think Pokemon's going to get the the roleplay genes. Also, why did it do this? No, stop. Come on. Ah! All right, action adventure game where fucking Elder Ring should be. We got a Plague's Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok. So, uh, sorry, I forgot to say thing. Uh, Plague's Tale Requiem from Azobo Studios, well as Focus Entertainment. God of Ragnarok. Uh, God of War. Yeah, I can't speak. God of War Ragnarok from Son- uh, Sony Santa Monica. Horizon Forbidden West from Guerrilla Games. Stray from Blue Twelve and Tunic. Oh my god, Tunic from the Tunic team. Um. Uh- I, I can't. It's gonna be God of War. Like even even I can't give a biased vote anywhere. It, it it's gonna be God of War. God of War gonna sweep. So it's gonna win it. In yeah. in taking away God of War from this, I honestly one I don't I can see it's action adventure. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Stray. Yeah, I can see that. That game is. If you want serotonin, if you're having a bad day, Stray is what you want to play. I wish I could give it to Tunic, but I've not really played Tunic, and that is the indie game. That that is the one indie game they got to put in here. Yeah. So, I think we're both in agreement. It's going to be God of War. Yeah, it's going to be God of War. Unfortunate, but it is it, from what I've played so far, it's really really good. It is magnificent. Action game. Bayonetta 3 from Platinum Games. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 from Infinity Ward. Neon White from Angel Matrix. Sifu. See, this fits here! Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games. It's going to be Sifu. Really? It's, everyone, it's everyone's little indie darling. And it's an action game. They, people are going to feel very special and happy about themselves with picking Sifu. Given so, th- there's a saying from uh, 
a former wrestling chairman by the name of Vincent Kennedy McMahon that says any publicity is good publicity. It can even be bad publicity. Any publicity that can get your eyes on something is good. I would say Bayonetta 3. Honestly, this should be the most anticipated game. There have been numerous people waiting for Bayonetta 3. This should be the most anticipated, but we're talking best action game. I'm going to go with Bayonetta 3. It doesn't do much to change what was already a great system for combat. Yeah. It changes its story, but it has to, the narrative has to change. Out of all of this, honestly, Call of Duty could also be an easy win. Yeah. Again, it's a Call of Duty. Neon White came out recently, and I don't know much about it aside from that it's an action adventure card style shooter. It, it, it looks it metal some, as fuck. It had the fire behind it for a little bit, um, but I don't. And it's like a No More Heroes like side game. Uh, no, not not that. It's 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 like a speedrunner's dream with like card based ah. uh, shooting combat. And as much as we love it, I don't think we're gonna see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles win. <laughs> No, even though it does, it it deserve it's a it's deserving of it. It it yeah, it deserves it. It really does. It really fucking does. But it's not gonna get the win. It's it, it's gonna yeah. be Sifu. I could I would vote Bayonetta three one for the fact that I don't I don't I never trust Western judges with action titles. Like I don't ju- I don't trust them to judge action combat. Yeah, because otherwise Call of Duty Modern Warfare wouldn't be on here. <laughs> yeah, but um. That's for best action game now. Best debut indie game. Neon White from Angel Matrix. Norco from Geography of Robots. Stray from Blue 12 Studio. Tunic from the Tunic Team. And Vampire Survivals. Survivors, my bad. Um, I think the popular vote's going to put Stray over the others. Any Stray one of Yeah. Any one of them could be deserving of this title, in all honesty. But I think Stray has the publicity behind it to put its popular vote, to put it over the edge. I agree. However, this is going to be the one time where I'm going to I'm just going to pick this just strictly for my own hopes and dreams. Yeah. Just so we can win once. Tunic. That's yep. my vote. Just because it, it's deserving of something. And Tunic, the people behind Tunic put so much. The person behind Tunic, I should say. Yeah put a lot of love and affection into the game and honestly as a debut indie game it is such a wonderful wonderful game stray to not take anything from stray i don't even know anything about the other games neon white a little bit more so than norco and vampire survivors but stray and tunic between those two it's gonna be stray i want tunic to win though i'm in tunic best independent game this one is actually going to be a little bit tougher. Cult of the Lamb from Massive Monster and Devolver Digital. Neon White once again, Angel Matrix. Sifu from Slow Clap. Stray from Blue 12 and Tunic. This is a little harder for me. I feel like the judge vote is going to be heavily, heavily, heavily in favor of Sifu. I think they really want it to win. I think even if there were an upset with popularity vote, it would still end up in Sifu. Again, I also- any one of these games deserves a title, but I think, because uh, I because I would vote for any one of these games if I could vote for them all. I'm gonna say the edge out will be from judge vote compet- uh collectively on in Sifu. 
I think judges would want Sifu to win. There's that, and there's also the huge popularity from Stray. And yeah. again, it is very hard. Between Sifu and Stray alone is very difficult, but I'm picking mm-hmm. neither. I'm going to pick Cult of the Lamb. That's fair. It popped. That, it popped. It popped, and honestly, it kind of came up from behind out of nowhere and snapped someone's neck by how how over it went on yep. release. It even has Switch integration, and people are very into Cult of the Lamb. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the future it gets an adaptation onto Netflix for a series because it looks like it could it could definitely do something like that, like what Cuphead what Cuphead did. Yep. Um, do I think it's gonna win? Probably not. It has a chance, but C4 Stray is the is the the top two contenders. Sorry for Tunic, but I picked you for best indie debut. Yeah, you got that Tunic. Like, Tunic is a good game. It's a really great game. It just came out in a really tough year for indies. This next one I have absolutely no idea for, so we're just going to pick two random games for winner, but it's Games for Impact. Uh, this is uh, a Memoir Blue by Closures Interactive, as Dust Falls from Interior Night, as well as Xbox Game Studios. Citizen Sleeper, Jump Over the Ed, from Jump Over the Age. Ending, Extinction is Forever by Hero Beat. Hindsight by Team Hindsight. And I Was a Teenage Exo- Exocolonist by Northway Games. There's a sleeper. Sleep, tell sleeper, yeah, citizen sleeper. I feel uh, like out of all of those, I heard that name the most. I honestly, I'm just gonna pick as dusk falls. I, again, this is just random. I I don't know any of these titles. Random shot in the dark. Sometimes a random picks works. All right, best performance. I hate that they only tell the actors' names and not their roles. Because I don't know anyone by name except for Christopher Judge. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, you know what? Actually, um, give me one second. I'm actually going to type each name down so I can okay. actually find a role. Because it, it'd be fair for everyone that that's listening who also don't know people by just name alone. If you're like me and just know people by who they portray. like I'm like that with voice actors. Like For the longest time, uh, fucking... Steve Bloom was just Spike Spiegel to me, and Tom from Toonami, until I actually started learning people's names. Chris Sabat was only Piccolo and Vegeta until I started people's names. Sonny Strait, Krillin. So, anyway, uh, Ashley Birch, who is she? She is Aloy. Aloy? Yeah, from uh, Horizon. From Horizon. The main, yeah, the main character. I'm going to just type that in real quick. Uh, Charlotte McBurney. I'm guessing is the, uh, the 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 female protagonist. Local, from a place of requiem. I oh think. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Christopher Judge, Kratos, the modern Kratos, dad. Uh, who the hell is Men Gage? Uh, so sorry, I have to ask that question. She's apparently someone who was in like a live action video game. Like your choice type of situation? I don't know. From Immortality. That's what yeah. the game is called. Yeah. Uh, and Sunny Suljic, which I believe, and I could be wrong. Boy. It's boy. Boy. That is motherfucking Atreus. Loki. Out of all... Uh, p- pick your poison. Pick your poison. I think we already know who's going to win. Yeah, it's going to be Judge. 
I have to pick Judge. I, I love yeah. this man's voice. I, I love his voice, bro. Every time he he, he just speaks with Kratos, it, it commands attention. People were waiting for Aloy. Uh, the main pr- protagonist and Plague Tale is very good, I'm sure. I've never heard of more, uh, Immortality until now. Boy is second to Judge, but people have been waiting for years now for Judge's performance. So, yeah, I can't see a world where he doesn't win it. If he doesn't win, I'm calling racism. If he doesn't win, it's racially motivated. I'm saying it right here. This is not from BG Weekly Round. This is from me, Ultimate JV Death. Come at me. Anyway. Best audio. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. From Infinity Ward. Elden Ring. From Software. God of War Ragnarok. Santa Monica Studios. Gran Turismo 7 by uh, Polyphony. And Horizon Forbidden West by Guerrilla Games. Let me be the first to say something real quick. I've played three of these games. Call of Duty, Elder Ring, God of War. I can't say much about Horizon Forbidden West or Gran Turismo. That being said, racing game, the audio in most, if not all, racing games are immaculate. Because they kind of have to be for most cases. It's not what I'm going to pick, but I will say that I can see why Gran Turismo 7 is on here. Horizon Forbidden West is a launch title for the PS5, correct? Yes. No, no, no. They have. Uh, yeah, yes. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. They put a lot of love in the original uh, Horizon, and the original audio for Horizon was really good. It was, if if you wanted to do 8D audio for any game aside from Call of Duty, it would be Horizon Forbidden West, or it would be Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. That being said, for the games I actually know of, I'm playing through God of War Ragnarok. That game's audio design is very, very good. However, I personally wouldn't pick it. Elden Ring is amazing with its audio cues, with its music, with the design, everything about Elden Ring through its audio. Chef's kiss, personally. And I will talk about Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty games, their sound has to be done specifically because listening to everything in your surroundings is an esports tactic it has to be fine-tuned to a degree out of all of this i already said it i'm gonna pick elden ring but a a very close second would be modern warfare 2 because of one the mechanical benefit as well as just the general engineering for call of duty for modern shooters not just call of duty modern shooters even halo even uh battlefield like the audio engineering and FPSs, same with uh, racing games, they have to be at a specific level because it kind of it's dependent on how you play. More so with shooters and racing, but you get what I mean. Uh, P. Um, Gran Turismo. Gran I just got a feeling. Yeah, I just got a feeling. Matt. Right. Best score and music. Olivier, uh, Olivier, and I'm sorry, I'm going to pronounce this last name completely wrong. Uh, Derivier from A Plague Tale Requiem. Tsukasa Saito from Elden Ring. Bear McCreary from God of War Ragnarok. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Two Feathers from Metal Hellsinger. And Yasunori Mitsuda from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm going to go play Tale. Really? I, don't, I think it's going to be a surprise upset. I, I'm going to go play Tail. 
I, I I was just dick riding Elden Ring, the last thing. Now I'm going to pick. Metal Hellsinger. No brainer for me. Yep. No, no brainer for me. I need to go back and play that game. Yeah, I played the demo. It was really fun. That, that was a fun game. I like the soundtrack there. I just, I don't know. I, there's something about the, I think this is Plague Tale's time. I think this is going to be where they, people wanted to make sure they included Plague Tale. I think this is going to be the point where they, they really pushed it to like, I really wanted to win this. Best art direction. Elden Ring from software. God of War Ragnarok, Santa Monica Studios. Horizon Forbidden West, Guerrilla Games. Surprisingly, Scored from Ebb Software and Stray from Blue 12. I want it to be Stray. I'm going to go Stray. Fair enough. Stray was, is beautiful. Yeah. It is a... It, in its darkness, it is a very dark game until you get to the end, but it is beautiful. That, that game is like Cyberpunk before it actually made it to 2077, if I were to equate yeah. it. Especially this one section where you're in the actual city. It is beautiful. Not yeah, like of, of all those games on there, yeah, there is good art in all those games, but actual art direction, I do that. I feel stray. I feel stray. I scorn. I feel like, and this is not my choice. If scorn wins, it's because it is the exact opposite of every single thing on this list. It yeah. has a very unique art design, and it is beautiful through its disgust. Scorn is basically like a Habsburg abomination compared to El- every- everything. Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon. That being said, um, Horizon. The first one, again, very beautiful game. What we've seen from Horizon Forbidden West from trailers, very, very beautiful. Um, certain things that I wouldn't don't really like, especially the, the amount of bloom they put into everything. Jesus, it hurts my eyes, but it is wonderful. God of War Ragnarok, seeing it firsthand. I like, for one, night and day with the original God of War, right? uh, with the um, God of War 2018, because Fimble Winter is happening. Everything is changing. Everything is different uh, to a degree, but it still looks very good. It is, it's messy at times, especially when you're in like um, Danaheim, where you're in like a very poor city area. It's, it's beautiful in its nature, even through a lot of the frost and a lot of the, uh, the foggy areas it is very beautiful this is one i'm gonna have to give to elden ring though you yeah. cannot tell me that the moment you saw the great eld tree you didn't feel something you cannot tell me the moment you stepped out from that first lift and you saw the giant glowing tree you didn't feel something inside of you that sight alone took honestly took my breath away um, and then going through smaller bits of Elden Ring through the through one of the many swamps to uh, the Great Plains through uh, through I think the name is Atlas right before you get to the capital it is so beautiful um, when it comes to art direction it is mm, I got a dick right Elden Ring on this God of War being a very close second for me personally yeah best narrative. A Plague Stroll Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Plague Tale. I'm actually going to go with Plague Tale as well. Now, don't get me wrong. When it comes to God of War, I've not played a lot of it to have any real 
uh, any role save it's narrative. I will say from what I played so far, really good. The story really grabs me. I, I really like the part with Atreus and uh, Agraboda. I, I love that. I love that scene because it was very cute. But I haven't played enough to really get the narrative to really appreciate the narrative. Um, Elden Ring. You put a From Software game for narrative, really? Really? Dude, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you like, like, I, can, I, I can get it for Sekiro because that's a Tenchu game that actually has a story while you're playing it, but. Look, if you ever, folks, if you ever want an example of how many in the game reporting industry sub-genre type bullshit, how clever they really like making themselves seem, this is it. Because they got the subtle narrative in Elden Ring. They understood it, man. You just don't get it. That's the mindset behind that. It's, it, it's, 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 it, it is weird to put it here. Again, Sifu fighting game. Very fucking weird. <laughs> there is in, in in all serious in all technicality there is more story around in elden ring than say bloodborne there is while you're playing the game there is more story through the elden yeah. ring, through playing elden ring than another from software game like bloodborne again i'm not gonna throw sekiro because that actually has narrative while playing the game much more narrative than any other uh from software game that isn't yeah. called armored core but elden ring does not fit here in my opinion I, y'all can tell me I'm wrong. Y'all, y'all can yell at me that I'm wrong. I don't give a shit. Personally, it does not fit. A very close second would be Ragnarok, followed by Horizon. I don't know anything about immortality, and Elden Ring just does not fit. Am I, anything else to add, P, before I continue? No, you're good. Make a choice. Bet. Best Direction. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Mm. Head scratcher, in it. I, as I have not, I I did not feel the direction in Elden Ring is honestly that great. Again, it's a great game from many aspects. Direction, I don't know that I want to give it that. I feel like direction... So, like, my finest example is... my finest, The way I look at it, my finest example of perfect direction is Final Fantasy VII-R. I think Nomura had the direction of that game perfectly, of how to keep it very straight and forward while still being an RPG, while still knowing when to let people explore a little bit without making it be like oh this is the exploration area you go spend hours and hours and hours it it, it was so that is my idea of direction so in this case as i have not played god of war and i have not played forbidden west either but i remember hate playing the first horizon so much and just not understanding really like what it wanted me to do or finding it all just incredibly boring um, yeah. I'm gonna go with Stray. I think Stray, if all if all, all the games on there, the one I think, oh, direction, they had to be like have an intentional direction in the game design. I think Stray. Elden Ring is a big outlier because it is basically a sandbox with story elements. Yeah, it has. You can go. It's like you can go here to continue the main story, but you can also go to ten other locations and do whatever shit that you want. It has a direction. It does steer you from from place to place. Hell, the the air tree is the biggest 
fucking viewpoint. It is the biggest waypoint for you. But there are places where you can easily get lost in Elden Ring. Um, I've never played Horizon Forbidden West. I've played Stray. Love Stray. I'd on, I am going to pick God of War. Because okay. so far, from playing that game, yes, you have side quests. Yes, you can. there, there are points to where once you're done with a certain thing, you can, just, you can just do whatever in the realm you're in. Just like with God of War 1. Why don't fix what's not broken? And the direction in the original, uh, in the 2018 version of God of War, it was really good. Um, but also because I don't want to pick Stray for this one. I don't want to, I, I want to spice things up. We have a few things where we both agreed I'm going to pick God of War for this one. Fuck it. That's fair. That's fair. I can see it. Again, I have not played God of War. That's why I can't really tell about its direction. I don't doubt it has good direction. I, I just don't know the, to the extent, personally. Fair enough. And now, the one we've been waiting for. Game of the Year. A Plague's Tale Requiem from Azobo Studio. Elden Ring from Software. God of War Ragnarok. Sony Santa Monica. Horizon Forbidden West. Guerrilla Games. Stray from Blue 12. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I threw the gauntlet down on a homie's Discord, so I'll say it right here. If Xenoblade Chronicles 3 wins, I will snore a line of G Fuel. That's not my pick. I'm just saying. I feel like that's the least likely to win. But P, pick your, you pick before I continue. I feel it's going to be God of War, honestly. While, th- while a game like Elden Ring, it's sold so amazing. It continues to sell amazing. There's still stories going on of it hitting uh, over 12 million and some odd amount just this week uh, globally. I feel while Elden Ring hit so heavily... In terms of approachability and accessibility and just, you know, being able to digest it, I think God of War is going to edge it out from that. All right. I'm going to give each of these games as much of their flowers as I can give them. A Plague Star Requiem, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about it, especially in the narrative standpoint. Um, I've never played a Plague Tale, either Requiem or the original one, Innocence. I want to. It's honestly on my list of games to stream, mainly because it is a very interesting game concept. Um, that A Plague Still Requiem is the second least likely game I think would win Game of the Year. Um, kind of in the veins of like Witcher, to where great, wonderful narrative, very interesting gameplay. And especially the setting in which it is, like, like uh, Victorian. Uh, what 13th century 12th century it is it is just a wonderful wonderful looking game again i can't say anything about the gameplay but i don't think it would be game of the year i'm gonna save elder ring god of war for later uh horizon launch title came out the moment the ps5 came out um well not not necessarily but it, it was like one of their uh, it was one of it, their it initial... was their flagship it's a flagship yeah. uh, title in all honesty i I've only seen trailers. I've not seen gameplay. And quite honestly, has the least amount of interest out of all the games here for me. I wouldn't put this for game of the year. And if it wins somehow, I want to say Jeff Keighley had something to do with that. Somehow, some way. Stray. I've said it a lot. That game is absolute serotonin this game makes you feel from the get-go 
And if you don't feel anything while playing this game, you're a heartless bastard that doesn't like cats. Fuck you. But this game makes you feel its art direction is beautiful. Just being able to just roam around as a tiny kitten and just somehow save an entire race of robots is just... It is a wonderful feel-good game, and it's only like, what, six hours? Five hours? Around that time? Either yeah, way. Roundabouts. It's a, it is a good game. In fact, this being the indie game that's on here, it, it, it says a lot. It is a it, it is a game that is worth being a nominee for Game of the Year. Do I think it would be Game of the Year? I would hope so. I would love to think so. I would honestly pick this. But if I want to think about it in a technical and in a and fucking if I were a judge, it's not going to win. It would be a third. It would be an easy third, but it's not going to win. Xenoblade. Nothing but good for, comes from Xenoblade. We've said it here already. It is a wonderful, wonderful game series, but unfortunately, it gets snubbed out a lot. Yeah, it is a huge outlier for a lot of people. It being on here does say a lot. But it's probably on here because they needed another outlier aside from Stray. Otherwise, I have no doubt they probably would have put Call of Duty on here. Yeah, if anything, I'm surprised they don't have Sifu on here. Oh, God, I'd actually hate it. I would hate that. But Xenoblade, least likely pick, which is why I say if it somehow wins, I'm snoring a line of G Fuel. Uh, so let me talk about the, the, the two ones that are more, most likely to win. Elden Ring. I've said it earlier. It has had a chokehold on people for an entire month. People got 100 hours on this game like that, like nothing. This game, once you pick it up, it is very hard to put down. And when you do put it down, it's because you actually had responsibilities to do that. Kind of tore you away. Otherwise, you're kind of broke. Um, from the from the action to the difficulty to uh, the stat point, the build system to the world itself this game hits every mark no difficulty is kind of a it's kind of a turnoff for a lot of people but aside from that it hits every mark it is a wonderful game however and this is a personal thing i'm not saying for everyone replayability is difficult i played it once i did everything i could in one game through in one playthrough i tried playing through it again i couldn't I don't know why. I just couldn't. And I and I say, I love this game. It is a very good game. But for some reason, replayability is not there. And once a DLC comes out, trust me, everyone's going to play this game again. People will either buy it or will replay it just for the DLC. And then you have God of War Ragnarok. It just came out four days ago. But the judges have got it for two months. Or no, a month. Sorry. And... From what I've played it so far, it is, again, do, you don't fix what is not broken. And the origin, the, the 2018 version of God of War was a wonderful, wonderful game. And I believe it was just shy of getting Game of the Year. If it wasn't Game of the Year, I do not remember. I think it lost to Red Dead, right? Uh, I think so. It has I the credentials. Um, and it being on here with games like Elden Ring, like Plague's Tale, like Stray, it says a lot. Um, as much as I would like to agree, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a slight contrarian. I'm gonna say my choice is with Elden Ring. We've had time to simmer. We've had time to like play it. We've had time to replay it for some of y'all that did it. I couldn't, but 
that game's been a little bit longer, and I feel like some people are still hyped for said game. God of War came out recently, and I feel like there is an air of that new game smell, that new game hype. It has been the most anticipated, and now that we have it in our hands, we're going to say that it's the best game, that it is game of the year, because it is very, very new. I don't want to I don't want to do that. I don't want to stray from that. And also my my answer is kind of skewed by the fact that I haven't played all of God of War Ragnarok. I'm 10 hours in. There's a whole lot more. Even though those 10 hours were amazing, I'm still going to choose Elden Ring because I know a little bit more and not to mention how what it has done for everybody back in February and what it will possibly do later on when the DLC comes out. That's my game of the year right there. As much as I also would pick Ragnarok, I'm picking Elden Ring. As much as I want to pick Stray, just for everyone to be pissed, I'm picking Elden Ring. I mean, are we not are we are we not vote bombing Xenoblade? Because I'm doing that. Oh, you're you're voting Xenoblade? Uh, um, no, I would say like, I'm uh vote 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 bombing uh, Xenoblade. Every you can day. vote bomb that. I'm voting. I'm vote bombing Stray. That's fair. That's fair. I'm sorry. And we're for all going to cancel each other out, and the big names are still going to win. Basically, honestly, a Plague Star Requiem. I'm happy it's there. It, I, I it's going to win best narrative because it's not going to win game of the year. If God of War wins best direction, it's probably not going to win game of the year. You can say the same thing for Elden Ring. Stray is going to win some of the more obscure titles, and Sifu is probably going to win best indie game or best. Uh, action and i swear it better not fucking win best fighting it's it's not even a fighting game i will buy a ticket in vita before that show is fucking over that happens like you will all just see me you will see me disappear from the fucking podcast reaction and in the next minute i will be on that fucking stage and just curb stomping jeff Keeley. please do so do an extra stomp just for me because i can't make it there um that is at least in our opinion the more important nominations there's esports things but we don't really care about that i definitely don't care about that um but this is a small recap game of the year Elden ring or god of war or ragnarok that's our choices best direction god of war, ragnarok or stray best narrative we both unanimously pick uh plague tale requiem uh best art direction Elden ring and stray uh best score in music plague tale requiem and metal hell singer if ever you have metal hell singer i swear to god uh, best audio, Elden Ring, Grand Series of Seven. Best performance, we both agree it's going to be Christopher Judge. It better be Christopher Judge. I swear to God. Games for Impact, uh, as this falls from me, Citizen Sleeper from P. Uh, best, in- best indie game, Cults of the Lamb and Sifu. Best debut indie game, Stray and Tunic. Best action game, Bayonetta 3 and Sifu. Best action adventure, unanimously with God of War Ragnarok. Best role-playing game, Pokemon Legends and Triangle Strategy. Best fighting game, we both agree with DNF Duel. Best multiplayer, we got Call of Duty as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Best anticipated, oh, sorry, most anticipated game, Resident Evil 4 and Legend of Zelda, as it should be. And best adaptation, uh, Arcane as well as Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And lastly, award for innovation, The Last of Us Part 1 and The Quarry. That is our predictions. We're going to come back to this in the future and see how many we got right, how many we got wrong. But that's basically some of the more important nominations that we caught, that we talked through. That was a long list, but honestly, I had more fun doing this. This was very fun. Yeah, no, and we we're even pretty decent on time, so we're learning. Yay! I mean, it's a special occasion. It, it's VG. It's VGA season. Yeah, which it when is VGA is happening? Hold on. Uh, December eighth. 
December 8th. Shit, yeah. what, what day is that? Fuck. That is a Thursday. Oh, I'll be free! <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Minus's last day before paternity leave. Um, so yeah, it'll be all three of us, hopefully. Hopefully. Let's go! I can't wait to keep calling Jeff Keighley a fucking fed. I mean, he is. he's never denied it, so. Actually, can we do one more? Just because yeah, this is also important. Best community support. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Fortnite. No Man's Sky. And Final Fantasy 14. I already know what you're going to pick. I mean, yes. The only community that is there for the community constantly. Destiny 2. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Final Fantasy 14. I mean, somehow they survived. Go on. Yeah, no, that that would be your pick. My pick would honestly be, uh, as much as I hate to say this, as much as I hate to admit it, Fortnite. And y'all know I have a love hate relationship with Fortnite, but its community is some is fucking. As much as I wish it would die, it's strong. I, <laughs> even though I love voting for fourteen. I didn't put it in there because I mean they're just gonna do what they did last year where they like, hey yeah, fourteen wins off stage. Bye. Basically. Like I, I, I kind of wish they'd do that for best mobile and best virtual reality game, because I don't care about those. People don't really eh. family game? Fucking definitely don't care about that. Sports or racing? Nobody cares about that, but that's gonna be on stage. Content creator, it's unfortunately that's gonna be on stage. I mean, I will like, be content creator if an uh, Nabellion gets an honorary win. I don't know any of these people, so I'm gonna just go with uh, Nabellion. Yeah, because people uh, like Nabellion. Yeah, like that. That was like they 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 turned in their fucking Twitter account and all that. So like, damn, that was a great source of news, and just now it's gone forever. Uh, RIPG four. Sorry, it has no correlation, but I felt like I had to say that. Oh, it happens. We lost good ones this year. We lost good ones. We lost them. Fanbite. It's it's not been a good year. Oh, man. By the way, well, folks, a reminder, if you have Twitch Prime, you have Prime Gaming, you want to with a Twitch sub, we'd love to the channel for you. We'd love to. But if not, please, just share it. Just share it. Just get our name out there. Share us. Get our name out there. We are on fucking many, many Google. Uh, we are on different podcast systems such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so much more that we're going to round up at some point and talk. There's going to be a whole list eventually. But those yeah, are the three like, big ones. Like people, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> you, you do not understand how great your interaction with the, with the podcast helps. I, I, it, we don't, it does. It's, it's just, it's unimaginable. And just like we said just a few seconds ago, uh, catch us December 8th doing a live reaction for the VGAs where we talk shit about Jeff Keighley and the games that they choose to pick to win. And probably fall asleep during the musical uh, uh, segments. Oh, God, my ears still hurt from Imagine Dragons. I muted them and took a nap. Yeah, you didn't. I <laughs> suffered for our content. I... I was crawling to my grave so that way y'all could still stand. Anyway, that, that was the show. That was yeah. the show. That was us talking about VGAs. Thank you all very, very much for listening. We appreciate any interaction as well as people to the people that are actually listening live on Twitch. We, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love you all. 
Uh, we will be back. Uh, well, we will be back, but uh, the channel will be live again tomorrow at a potential new start time of 8 p.m. Central Time for Weeboo, uh, for, yeah, Weeboo Trash Talk, where we will go ahead and talk about some more games, uh, more anime. I think Gallon's gonna go, like, a deep dive into their, like, hella just drowning in different Zeta Gundam series, so that's gonna be one thing. And then on Sprite, no, Thursday, will be myself and Minus again with the second episode of VG Briefly Roundup at 8pm time as well. So, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. We'll see what happens. Um, let me see here. Is it... Is this week gonna be the last week? Is it... Yeah, no, and then that will be it. We will not be back next week. We are taking a week we off next week for Thanksgiving. So, all next Wait, week will be Thanksgiving. Break? Oh, wow. Huh? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Look at the calendar. I put it out there for a reason. Bro, I can't even access the calendar. What the fuck do you mean? I put the I put the month of the glance in there. You, you can see the oh, image. Oh, that, that, that one is too fucking tiny for me to see, in all honesty. It doesn't want you to click on it to make it bigger? Uh, I have to open on fucking... Let me, let me open it on fucking uh, computer because I was looking at my phone because I was at work okay. at the time. Oh, okay, yeah, you can open the. I was gonna say you can open the computer and then even then make it bigger. You can go to open the original and go to a web page. Yeah. It's huge. I I wasn't aware because I like doing this. I like it a lot. I don't even care about fucking holiday breaks, but that's just me. I'm toxic. Yeah, we all need breaks. Don't worry. Yeah. Age comes from worse hall. Anyway, folks. But yeah, this is the last Tuesday show until for until two weeks after. So we'll be back on 29th for another Tuesday show. Episode 25. No, 26. 26? Yeah. Me and Minus still oh, doing yeah, a show yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the fucking document still says 23. <laughs> I, no, I, I know, I know. That, that, that wasn't a you problem. That's, that's Google's problem. That, that's on that's Google. Google. Yeah, that's on Google. That's like on I, Google. That's on All Google. All right. All right, folks. Anywho, yeah. uh, you can catch P here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash CLSP. You can catch me on twitch.tv slash Death where I'll still be playing God of War Ragnarok, slowly but surely. And you can catch us anywhere uh, on Twitter on BG Weeb Weekly, as well as YouTube at BG Weeb Weekly, and other, place, and other platforms once Twitter dies because, ha, the muskrat is eating us alive. Absolutely. Again, share our stuff, please. Thank you. We appreciate We're it. <laughs> We're gonna need it. Oh god. Anyway, folks, we will catch you next time. Have a good one. Here.